0: Hi everyone, this is Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I am your host, Becky Easton. And today I was planning to bring you a bit more to wrap up um, the Britney Spears story that I was talking to you about yesterday, about her nightmare conservatorship and what you can do to help avoid um, any sort of adult guardianship or conservatorship over yourself. However, we got the... The terrible news today of the Queen's passing. And so I wanted to shift and talk a little bit about that. And um, just remembering Queen Elizabeth II. Because she was the UK's longest serving monarch. And so for almost 70 years. Which is just incredible to think about. Um, you know, she came to the throne in her late 20s or mid-20s, and just, it's just such an impressive and honorable um, reign that she has had. Um, I don't know, I always, uh, I was always intrigued by the royal family. Um, I, we, my family travels a lot, and so we've spent a good amount of time in London and in the UK, and I think I've always had a healthy respect for Queen Elizabeth. She seems so classy and, um, I don't know, put together, I guess. And I know some amount of that is what's required. Um, and, like, you know, we never really got an opinion from her or voice because she was speaking for the the crown you know but I just I always liked her manner um I just felt a lot of respect for her and um so yeah I'm uh, I'm sad to I was sad to hear that she was not doing well earlier this week and now today to to get the news of her passing at Balmoral um just my heart is just a little heavy today the Queen really had quite a tenure as head of state, spanning post war austerity, the transition from empire to Commonwealth, the end of the Cold War, and the UK's entry into and subsequent withdrawal from the European Union. Her reign spanned 15 prime ministers, starting with Winston Churchill, who was born in 1874, and including Prime Minister Liz Truss, who was appointed by the Queen on Tuesday. And she was born 101 years after Winston Churchill in 1975. The queen held weekly audiences with her prime minister throughout her reign. So what is it that happens now? Well, day zero, or today, the royal household notifies the public of the queen's death. Prince Charles immediately succeeds to the throne upon his mother's death. So he will be known as King Charles III, his wife, Camilla, becomes Queen Consort and the couple will stay at Balmoral overnight. Flags fly at half-staff across the British government and Charles issues a brief statement, as does Liz Truss. Day one, Charles is going to return to London and the Ascension Council, a gathering that's traditionally held at St. James Palace, will meet, usually within 24 hours of a monarch's death. And it formally declares Elizabeth's death and the new king's accession to the throne. Parliament will frame a message of condolence and suspend its normal business until after Elizabeth's funeral. So during week one, Elizabeth's body is going to be brought back from Scotland to Buckingham Palace in London. A ceremonial procession carries her coffin to Westminster, and she'll lie in state at Westminster Hall for three days, during which the public can visit for 23 hours of each day. And as final funeral preparations are being made in London, Charles travels to Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales, visiting leaders in the United Kingdom. Then on day 10, a state funeral service will be held at Westminster Abbey, triggering an observance of two minutes silence in the UK. Then after a final service in St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle, the Queen will be buried on the castle grounds next to her husband, Prince Philip, who died in April 2021. You know, I'm actually really interested to follow along with how everything unfolds in the next few days. I've always been really intrigued by, you know, ceremony and just all the process behind um, the royal family and succession and everything. And this will be the first time that, you know, we will see it in our lifetimes. And I'm looking forward to seeing everything with Charles in the coming days and then I've also heard some interesting speculation that maybe he would step down in order to allow William to serve um, a longer reign and so it's just it'll I don't know I mean I I said it a moment ago it's neat to to watch to me I'm I'm fascinated by this So I'm curious to hear some of your thoughts as well on just what your opinion was of the queen and her historic reign um, and anything. So I'd love if you left me a comment, giving me your thoughts on the matter. And um, otherwise, you know, anytime you'd love to leave a comment, I am very happy to read them. Uh, I love getting support. From all of you listening out there, we have more every day. This is actually, you know, our 30th episode, and I guess 31 technically with episode zero. And that's exciting. We're a month old, um, a month into my year long challenge to post a podcast episode every single day. And Even if I'm posting them late at night, I have gotten through and made it um, before I've gone to sleep every day. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there's something to be said for sticking to uh, something, even if it feels like a lofty, silly goal, um, like 365 podcast episodes. You can do it. Well, thanks again for tuning in, and you know, my heart and my love go out to the Queen and the whole royal family at this time. Uh, she is a force that will absolutely be missed in the world, and um, I just wish her family all the peace in all of the change and everything that's going to be coming in the next um, few days, months, weeks, years, all of that. So again, thanks so much for tuning in to Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.